Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's like that. I'm going to wait till 100. I'm going to wait till 100. I'm going to hold up. This that, this that, this that, nice and neat. This that motherfucking nice and neat. Let's go. What's up, bro? I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old now, I don't got time. Got to keep a couple for the road or else get left behind. Yeah. To the hunters, pleasure, we just I stand. I'm going for it. Oh, hey, don't fucking wipe it. I give it all. Fucking mic stand. Yeah. No, I can't. I'm gonna try to turn you into a little bit. You don't know what I'm saying. You need to give me that. That's crazy, y'all. I was gonna point that out, but y'all gotta look at the lyrics. It's crazy. Yo, yo. What's the deal, y'all? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. I'm Ron. And this is another episode of the number one podcast in all of Los Angeles. Nice and neat. As you can see, we're back. We're back with another episode. Happy Black History Month. We're going to be with a special guest today. A special guest. And I'm excited because we're going to be talking about one of my personal favorite films. And I'm glad that it's by a black filmmaker, black stars in the movie, and... It's, it's, this is going to be a good one. We got Rome with us today. Rome, what's going on, brother? Tell us a little bit about yourself, man, before we I mean, get into it. Uh, thank you guys for having me. You know, I've been 
I've been waiting for this for a long time, man. I'm a fan, you know. I watched y'all. <laughs> I watched y'all when y'all started. Where you at here? I love it. I love seeing black men uh, excel. But uh, I'm a basically a creative entrepreneur, man. I write, I do music, I act, all of the above. I have a sunglasses line, Shady Side Up uh, podcast. On. That's what I got on right now. And also, I can't come into Black History Month and not give my flowers. So I give flowers. You know, figuratively, but also literally, um, my flowers. I brought you guys uh, pairs of shades. You give one, pass it on down. Oh, okay. Man. Oh, we got gifts. Oh, so I got gifts. You oh, know, oh. I, my mom told me my mom told me don't go nowhere empty-handed. So I want to go ahead. Hold up. Hey man, give me a real handshake. Hey man, you know what I'm saying. And also, I got a gift for the fans, man. Everybody, you go type in nice and neat thirty, you get thirty percent off on the okay, website. Okay, yeah, nice and neat thirty. You know what I'm saying? A little light work. Uh, ShadySideUp.com. Shadysideup.com. Hold on. Type nice and neat 30 to get 30 off. You know what I'm saying? What's these called? The Aqua Blues? Oh, so uh, two of those are called uh, Ocean Views, and the other one is called Wrong Orders. Ooh. Because it's the wrong order, but we made it the right decision. You got the Ooh. wrong order. That was a great spin. Come on, man. Wait, so what happened? Spin, so Basically, got- uh, we ordered the Ocean Views. They sent us Ocean Views are like a lighter blue gradient. They sent us like a purple gradient out that Duke has on, I believe. And what happened was we got the wrong orders, and we were like, "What are we gonna do with these?" And we was like, "You know what? Sometimes in life you get the wrong things, but." You can turn it to the right thing. So Amen. that's the perspective on that. So we uh, flipped it in. That's beautiful. Hey, hey, let's give it up for Rome. Like, man, let's give it up for Rome. <laughs> hey, y'all look good in the back. Man. man, thank you. Yeah, thank you, bro. Yeah, thanks for the gift, bro. Yeah, for sure. Yo, so fellas, I'm, I'm, I've been waiting for this all week. I'm excited. I'm happy that this movie is by us and it's for us mm-hmm. because it is that damn good and having a writer on the show today and we're going to walk through this to me the movie is absolutely flawless it's, it's, it's flawless um if you guys don't know by now uh we're talking about the film get out yep. we are going to be speaking about get out we're going to be talking about um interracial relationships our relationships with the cops um and then just the fascination with uh, society with our bodies and us as black people and the admiration. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to talk about this film. I'm really excited. Do you guys remember when we were watching and we had to pause it for a second <laughs> and we was just like, yo, this is good. Yeah. yeah. It's this is good. Yeah. This is good film right here. This is good. <laughs> hey, cause you know what? I, and you know, I got to thank Universal for, you know, you know, get blessing us with the, the task of breaking down Universal. these. <laughs> yeah. Gotta pay Universal. Gotta thank you, Absolutely. Gotta do that. Gotta, Absolutely. No, but seriously. Got to. It's got to. Thank you. Thank you, Universal. Yeah. Um, but you know, <laughs> no, but seriously, I think uh, when you decide to look at a movie, how do I want to say this, fellas? When instead of just watching the movie to be entertained, when mm-hmm. you try to watch it, trying to find the meaning mm-hmm. of the film, what the arc is and what message they're trying to convey, I think it makes the experience completely different. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So going back and watching Get Out this time with you guys, obviously now you're paying attention to everything. Yeah, yeah. The first time you're kind of just caught in awe. Like, mm-hmm. yo, well, hold up, it's a lot going on. It's a lot of moving parts. You know what I mean? We were talking off camera about a, a, another situation, mm-hmm. but you don't have time to process it, mm-hmm. right? You don't have time to process the film mm-hmm. when it's all happening right then and mm-hmm. right then, right then yeah. and there, right? Um, but going back a second time, giving it a second look, I think all of us, I want to encourage anybody, you know what I mean? 
not just get out. Well, specifically, I want to encourage everybody to go back and watch this film again and just see what you can pull from it, you know, see what kind of messages you think that they're trying to convey without taking the message that you already know that they've already established, you know, just see what, what, what you will pull from that film. And um, when you do that, man, again, it creates great conversation. Yeah, I think people got to remember it's just like movies are art in motion, right? Yeah. So you got to understand, like, you got to go into it looking for signs that you may not see on just like a painting that's still like with movies it's different you know it's, it's angles it's like what's that message in the background it's a random thing in the background i ain't even i ain't even see that <laughs> when i watched it the second time it's so many little small nuances Ooh, in the movie yeah. that i was like oh i wouldn't have never caught that if i yeah. wouldn't take us there wrong with a different eye take us there man let's 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 start from the beginning of this film mm -hmm. just the opening credits Right. Yeah. And you have, um, I don't want to get his stage name and music wrong. You have Childish Gambino, not Donald Glover. You got yeah. Childish Gambino yeah. playing, and you got his song Redbone playing in the background. Yep. Yeah. Right. When I was watching the film, I'm listening to Redbone, and I was like, I remember I told you guys, I was like, whoa, I didn't even know those was the words. Yeah, yep. stay woke. Hey, right? So stay woke. Right. I, was, I didn't even know those words. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just singing stuff. <laughs> I'm just singing along. Like, okay, cool. I'm jamming. But now, like Omar said, we're watching with a totally different mm -hmm. perspective. And from the opening scene, because obviously Get Out got us by the, the trailers were incredible. Yeah. Right? Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trailers the, 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 movie, the, the, with Daniel crying. Oh, the, yeah. Acting, boy. Bruh. When them... <laughs> When them eye drops came down his eye, them eye drops, I mean, big Jordan, tears, tear drops. Jordan Peele commercials be crazy. Jordan yeah, Pill, yeah, you know yeah. Get, you yeah. He know how to market. You know he knows how, how to market. He's a storyteller. Yeah, and yes. that's the most important thing we got is storytelling. And just even even before the Redbone song, uh, there's a song in Swahili, and then that's in that song when it's translated, it's translated into like listen to your ancestors. Like, see, we didn't peep that. That's yeah, crazy. The first part is in Swahili. How did you peep that? Well. When I went back and watched the movie, I was listening to it and I was like, oh, and I recently went to Tanzania where they speak Swahili. Mm. And I was like, that sounds familiar. And then when I went back and listened to it again, I was like, oh, that's Swahili. So then when I sent it to one of my friends who speaks Swahili, it was like, yeah, that's like an ancestor. Like, listen to your ancestors, listen to your gut. Wow. Like, that's a whole, that's a whole wow. other thing. Oh, you did your homework to be here today. That's, come on, man. And that's how the film I ain't going to show up disrespectfully. Huh? This is how the film yeah, that's starts. How, that's how it <laughs> with, with those in the credits. Wow. But of course, and when you first watch it, you're not going to get that. But this time it's like, damn, that's why. And then it goes to Redbone. It's just, that's that's already in the okay. first couple I gotta minutes. I got to go back and watch it again okay. to catch that. That wasn't, there was no director's cut on that. You just did your own research on that. Yeah, I heard, I heard the song. You heard it. And I was like, because I just went to the country. So I was like, that sound familiar. Then that's what it was. Wow. Let's talk about the first. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities. From the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. 
It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Yeah. Let's talk about when... Um, Keith? Yeah. Like, what? Keith Stanfield? Yeah, Keith Stanfield. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. talk about when he got abducted, kidnapped, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. <laughs> he's walking down the street yep. and a car comes in front of him right yeah it's coming behind him it's coming towards him first right? the car comes yep. past him like he's he sees the car coming first right yep. and then the car makes a u-turn yeah and then the car is following him and he turns around he's like yeah, that's weird yeah all right and he still he, st- he keeps walking yeah right the car starts following him again he was like hmm Right. Yep. Then he turns around. He said, "Not today." Yeah. Then he then he turns around and starts walking the opposite direction mm-hmm. from the car. All right. Then he gets got. In that moment, what would you have done? Would you have kept? Because I really want to be physical. We had a mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. What would you have done in that moment? Would you have kept like just walking and never turned around and started running, or would you have turned around and walked back to the car like he did? I think first instinct is safety, so I'm like, how far my car? Like, so I'm thinking about. I didn't think about that. He's walking to his car. Like, how? Like, where my whip at? I didn't think, think about that. I didn't even think about that. So he that's was, that's it, my it first. Like he was just walking. Yeah. That's my first instinct. I'm like, I got to get to my my car, I like, because I'm just out here on this. He was street. like, forget going to the house now. Yeah, like, nope. Well, I'm 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 spooked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm out here in this quiet neighborhood. I'm not. It's funny how the juxtaposition, like. If there is a white person in a hood, you kind of sometimes, I guess, for them, they see danger because it looks maybe, maybe run down in a in an area or gotcha. stuff like that. But us, it looks too nice as danger. Like what's going on? Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> hey, ain't no gas station. What's like? Who? <laughs> 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 what a corner store. What a cor- like? What's? <laughs> ain't nobody making no noise out here. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's too scary it's for too me. Too quiet. I yeah. feel like you feel like eyes is on you, and yeah. and they did a good job. Even direct, it was all one shot, so you feel like you feel mm, it. They that's true. They wasn't cutting. They was just, and that's a, that's just a cinematic thing. They they just going, so you really like you tight. Like this is awkward. Like what's going on? And I was like, this is scary. This the whole scene right here is scary because you, you felt that absolutely. I I felt that the first time I seen it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was same. like, it's too it's too quiet. Yep. He on the phone. I don't know who he talking to, but like he ain't said, hey bro, like look, hey. I'm in this weird, like he did say I'm in this weird neighborhood, but like I need you to know my location. Hey, I'm gonna drop the pen or something because it's kind of wild. But I did, I did feel that uncomfortable. But I, so, I'm going to the car though for sure. But how? Just, how am I going to the car? You're just gonna. I ain't gonna lie. You know that that quick like when you getting up at night as a kid and you, you feel like it's dark. To go quick. Like, I'm a, it's a little boost in the step. It's, like, little, it's, little, like, it's, it's like not a, a run. Not it's like a, a trot. It's a trot. It's, it's a trot. Let me get to, get to my it's, car real quick. Hey. But when you start running like that, don't you always feel like something after you. Yeah, anyway, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a nice trot to the car for sure. For sure. But uh, I like how they started the movie like that. Because you're like, all right, this going somewhere. I don't know where it's going, but like it, yeah. it's definitely going somewhere. And now, knowing that his character... You know, is you know ended up being who it ended was. up being who it was. You like it's it looks mm-hmm. now. You like okay. Right, and you see seen that car in the driveway. Yeah. You seen the brother pull up and yeah. like, seen okay. the helmet in the back. Yeah, you like all right, okay. okay. I, see, I see what I see. Right. What it is. So yeah. even just small things like that, being able to connect things like that and see it, it showed me like, oh, there's no real flaws in this writing. Yeah, he's he's writing, he's writing, and I and even as a writer, I'm thinking like, where did he start? Because as a storyteller, like, do you just start? Well, he started from just his experience. Like, I guess as a 
as a black man or going through these things and then went from there. But it's just even just him putting all that together, like that seemed like a headache. <laughs> so let's, we're going to fast forward a little bit yeah. to I want to fast forward to when they were driving to yeah. to when they introduce his girlfriend, white girl. Yeah. They're now in the car and they're driving to, um, you know what, before that. When they're in the at house? the house. Yeah. In the house. He, he asked about. He asked her like. <laughs> Your parents know. Do they do they know? And she's like, do they know what? Like, do they know that I'm black? Yeah. And it made me think, like, when people are in interracial relationships, yeah. is that something that you tell your parents? Immediately. O- only really, I think it's really for others. Others. Others yeah. than black. Yeah. That's yeah. Right? No, 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 no. This is what I mean. Like, if you're the other. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. If you're the other, yeah, right. Like if you're a, if you're a white person bringing a black person in the home, it's yep. a big deal. It's not now. It could be a big deal, but I I could be a big deal bringing a white person into a black home. Yeah, but I think it's it's, it's a big deal, bro. It just feels it feels more invasive bringing a black, black person, person home into a white home, yeah. right? Yeah. It feels yeah. a little more invasive because because like, yeah. what because of what the movie is it's all it's eyes on us all the time. It feels like a mm. it's a it's a show, you know. what I'm saying like I remember one time I pulled in to this McDonald's. This is a while ago because I don't eat that right now, but <laughs> <laughs> pulled into the McDonald's and white lady in the drive-through. Um, she has my stuff. She says, "Ooh." Your skin look like baby milk. I said, "What?" Huh? She was like, "Black skin." I just, I love it. Immediately, I'm uncomfortable. I don't. Why you look? Whoa. I just, it feel like it don't feel a regular cop is like, "Oh, you got some nice skin." Mm-hmm. But it feel like this. You you going above and beyond to like fetishize my my skin, and then I'm, and then you had to tell me black skin. Yeah, and I'm just like. And then I even seen it when 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 I was in Greece, the lady who was cleaning my room, she goes, and I'm like, time? No, no, she does this to herself. And I'm like, time? She like, taps, time? She taps yeah, her. she tapped her wrist. And I'm like, time? She said, no, I'm, uh, skin. I said, skin? What? She's, uh, uh, mm. I said, black? She, she goes, now, she about 30 years young. I ain't going to hold you. You know what I'm saying? But, but I'm just saying, it's just a, it's like, why is that a, it's like a, it's a powerful thing. But at the same time, it's like a, do you go, do you go around just saying this? To, like, is this your thing? Like with black skin? Like, I don't know. It's just interesting but, to but me. But I like even that. feel like even as a black family, like your family, like if you bring a white person home, right? We're going to treat them as normal. Yeah. You, you'll never get a conversation where people will say, this is what you guys do, right? Yeah. But if you if you're a black and a white person home, totally different. You may have somebody in the family who'd be like, "You guys do this stuff, right?" Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's what the whole movie. You, you, you was. never get yeah. that from black people. Black was, people are never gonna maybe make you feel uncomfortable about what you do. Yeah, just come on in, get your plate. Oh, it's all good. Cool. You know, <laughs> but but a black person, a black person, a black family can be like, let's say. Um, your mom is like making like some peach cobbler macaroni. You can be like, so you don't know nothing about this, huh? Okay, that's <laughs> we the, say things like I can that. see that. Yeah, but we do. I, we but do. I think I think you can say things like that because it's more on front street, just like playful, just gotcha. more, just more endearing. You know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like it's weird, but like when, but see, that's not the same. That's not the same as like a white person coming like, I'll play the watermelon. Like you love this, right? Right. 
Yeah, that's what we say. It's two right. different. It's two right. different tones. Right. It's just two. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just a whole different type of power. You know what I mean? More is just more like playful, enduring. Right. We talk. It's like we openly talk about white people all the time, but white yeah. people can't do that to us. Right. Yep. So it's just like if they're doing it, it's <laughs> that is that's true. true. <laughs> so I mean, when when they do it, because there is a there's a there's a moment in the movie when. He, they first get to the house. I'm I'm, I'm speeding forward oh, yeah, a little bit, but when they yeah. first get to the house, the dad's like, "Can I take you for the tour?" And he's like, uh, "Yeah," which I thought was awkward. I thought it was weird that his girlfriend let the dad and him go on the tour solo, but whatever. He's like, "Can I take you on the tour?" He's like, "Yeah, you can take me on the tour." And he goes to the wall and he shows him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know Jesse Owens." You know, incredible athlete. You know, super great. You know, we 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 love Jesse in this family. Mm-hmm. You know. And he kind of just wanted to make him feel like, hey, I am talking about a black guy, but like it's in the most positive of ways. It was it's, it's I've noticed a lot of times when anybody who's not black speaks about black people, they want to they want to reassure you mm-hmm. that this is the po- I'm speaking about it in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Right. It's almost like saying like, oh, man, I love black people. I have black friends. Yeah. You know, so I thought it was really interesting Right. I want to rewind a little bit to that drive to the house. Yeah. Yeah. We got to talk about that. The drive to the house. Again, we have another film that highlights our relationship with police officers. Yeah. And our, again, it's Daniel Kaluuya. Right. Mm-hmm. Our relationship with police officers, but also our willingness to comply. And yet our comply is not met with uh, equal empathy. Mm-hmm. So when he's in, he's just sitting there standing on the front of the car. While she's explaining, hey, yo, a deer jumped out, hit the car. Um, you know, I just wanted to let you guys know what happened. And the officer asked him for his ID. Yeah. Um, for what? Right? Yeah. But in understanding, I, you know what? I'm a black guy. This is our relationship with the officer. Let me just show him my ID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that situation, what do you do? Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you, do you show it to him? Absolutely. Exactly what he was doing because she, he, he, playing, he playing good cop. She kind of playing bad cop. White lady turning up. He like, hey, I've been here before. Take, take the ID. I don't have time for it. Like, mm, here. It's all good. It's all good. Here, she's steady, hyping up. Cool, like be easy, cause you you cause intention. Like, relax. <laughs> you doing you doing too much. So I think I'm doing exactly what he did. I, I'm like, here, here, let him ask whatever questions he want. Like, where you going? Hey, I'm with my with my girl. Like, we da da da. I'm not about to buck up. What I'm gonna do that uh-huh. for? That ain't gonna get me nowhere. So, in, in speaking about interracial relationships, right? Yeah. Is that one of the perks of being with a white girl? <laughs> <laughs> it might, it, 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 it might be, but it's it causes a, a it's a duality that us as black men live in all the time, and it's the duality of hey nigga, who you talking to? And mm, I should probably chill. I can't be my fullest self because. I could mess up everything here. Like I or I could get shot or I could get killed. Well, like I, th- I think too though, in that, like you 
you said you can't be yourself, right? Yourself is not nigga who you talking to. Yeah. Well, well that, not that, but you know like you I mean? can't. Well, what's the word well, I'm looking for? They, it's like that a. can't be though. That can't that's, be not, that's, that, that's not. That's not. That's none of us. Be, well, well, it's, it's saying that that comes from like me not having to regulate my reaction. That's yeah. That, yeah. Right? So that's yeah. So like the natural response is that mm-hmm. right? So then it comes off natural. So now like I'm in an environment that like you understand exactly what that means. Right, so now I could be myself. I don't feel like I'm being fake. I feel I'm comfortable and confident. And now, if something somebody says something or does something that I don't like, I know how to communicate that I don't like it normally. Yeah. Now, if I'm with um, someone's dad or a mm. brother mm-hmm. and they do something I don't like, now I don't know how to communicate that how I normally was. So I reserve mm-hmm. myself. So now I have built up uh, anger, mm-hmm. right? Emotional, like just like baggage that I'm carrying, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not able to be myself, and I'm not confident in myself. Yeah, he couldn't say. I can't communicate like that. He yeah. couldn't say what, what what you need to see my ID for. Yeah, like that's that's the that's the same energy. Yeah. Yes. What you need to see my yeah. ID for. What, yeah, right. I can't. I don't even feel like going down that road. Yeah. Here you go. But then you start to think about it as that happens over and over t- uh, time. You start to feel like you in the sunken place. I'm just. But I was just going to say, though, yeah. is that right, though? Is it right for us to hand over our ID? Because it's not right for him to ask us for our ID. We're not, we're not even driving. Matter. And that's the, that's and that's the duality. Like, it's like, because you're going to keep thinking about that. Like, why do that? Because like, I, like, I ain't want to do that. Because like, in, in, those, in those situations, like, our job is not to think or figure out if it's right or wrong. Right? It's our to job, live. Our to job, be alive. Yeah, our job ain't try to. We know, it's, that's the, the worst moment to try to, like exercise the law in our favor Mm -hmm. right we can't rely on the law in that that instance right our job in those moments is like all right cool like i know how this could turn out i don't care if i'm in the nicest neighborhood i know how this could turn out i'm trying to get to my destination yeah so i'm gonna comply until the wheels fall off yeah right and then i'm gonna just take it up i'm gonna just suck my ego up and try to just live yeah right that's the goal that ends up being that ends up being sorry and 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 we know that's not right, mm-hmm. but that's taking cautious. That's us being cautious for for our lives. Yeah, you know. But doesn't that end up putting us in a cycle where we just keep taking it for sure? We just keep taking mm-hmm. like we never, and like we never um, get to a point where we're safely able to, I guess, defend ourselves in those moments. But yeah. that's the genius thing about the movie. That's what the sunken place represented. It's like Oof. this place where you trapped inside of this. Mm. I'm, I can just wow. see light. I can see it playing out. Because mm-hmm. when every time he went to the sunken place, he couldn't move, and he could just see the world, society taking mm-hmm. taking over. That's exactly how we live in. We we have to pull back just in order to go forward. Which is a wild thing to think about. Like, we got to pull back in order to like be able to. All right, let me just let me exist in this realm with with these people. I'll give you a quick police example, real quick, before we move forward. Top of twenty twenty one, scariest moment of my life, and it's crazy how instincts go quick. Long story short, they thought I had a stolen car, but somebody came just. My luck at the rental place switched the stolen cars tags with my rental car. So I'm driving with a girl. We get, I see the cops flashlight. So I'm like, oh, he can't be talking to me because I'm going 38 miles per hour in Beverly <laughs> I'm Hills. The I'm chilling. Like, so I move out of the way. He followed me. So I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm not even, I'm, not, I'm cool right now. Heart not beating fast. Heart not right? beating fast until 
another he he I hear him say pull over, so I pull over, I'm still good. Another cop car comes, slams in front of us. Now I'm like, what's up? I look at my rear view, it's five, six cop cars. So I'm like, what? I see a, a helicopter start circling. So then I pull over the cars and park the girls with me. She's like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know, but chill. Chill. <laughs> chill. Instinct. Straight leadership. Mode. Meditation is key. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Oh. <laughs> Breathe. Chill. I said, I said, my foot is on the on the brake. I haven't put the car in park. I look in the mirror in the rear view. It's like seven guns. Get out the car. I tell her, hey, I can't move my hand to put the car in park. Mm-hmm. Put the car in park. Mm. So she put the car in park. My hand out the window like this. He goes, what do you have in there? I said, it's just me and a girl. <laughs> That's we, I'm chilling. It's me and a weapon. Heart. Look. <laughs> me girl, girl me and two balls. We just, we, just, we, we in here, brother. Relaxing. I haven't my, shot this gun look, off yet. My heart, <laughs> my heart beating through my chest. Because when guns is on you, it's a whole different, it's a whole, yeah. different story. A whole different game. Yeah. I drop my cell phone, drop the keys. He says, and what people don't realize in these situations, they are yelling out commands, and you got to keep up. Yeah, yeah. Open the car from the outside. Don't touch the. But in my mind, it's moving slow motion. I'm listening. Yep. You ain't never heard. I'm listening. <laughs> like dude saying, <laughs> I'm going along. Ain't no. I can't react crazy right now. I open the car. He says, "Get out. Turn around. Hands on head. Walk to me backwards." I hop out. Mind just a row of people, everybody's cell phones out. Yep. Make, making sure. Yep. Everybody's cell phones out. So I got my hand on my head. I'm like, what I do? They go, we'll tell you in a minute. Instantly, I'm furious, but mm-hmm. I can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. whole time, I'm thinking about all the black lives that done got lost to this. So I'm just like, all right, just back up, back up. I back up to the nearest cop. He grabbed me, put me in handcuffs. It's a black dude. I look at him. I'm like, yo, that's, I look straight at, yo, he goes, just give it, give us a minute. I'm like, what? And I know it's like, I see he could feel it, but he can't do nothing. I I look dead in his eyes. Like I ain't never connected with a black man. So I mean, he he in a sunken place. Yep. Wow. (laughs) So then they put me in the car over the radio. I hear uh, a wrong. Oh, so then they start searching the car in my mind. I'm like, please don't let it be no drugs in there. I ain't know about. Cause if it do, it's a wrap. It's a rental. And I'm I'm done out here. They see nothing in there over the radio out here. Wrong VIN number, wrong VIN number. They come, uncuff me. And this is the, the worst part about it. Cop goes, Ah, oh, you know, everybody made a mistake. We ain't that bad. Damn. It took everything. The black cop. No, white dude. And so my my blood is <laughs> boiled. <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I said, I was like, can I go? They were like, yeah, you can go. Went home, cried, nigga. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah, came out of me. emotional. I'm emotional. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. it's just like, even watching this movie again, and I'm just like, man, I can feel, it just feel like when I see the cop, I'm just like, oh. So that, I think about that time. That's, you gotta go therapy for that stuff. Like, I had to yeah. talk to my therapist. I was like, yo, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. So in this movie, imagine all the things he, Having to endure and keep hearing people. It's progressive racism in this whole movie. My bad, y'all. 
Sorry. What's the deal, y'all? Welcome back to the Nice and Neat Halftime Show. I'm your host, Omar. We're sitting here breaking down Get Out uh, with Rome Green. Man, he's blessing us and really explaining and articulating uh, himself beautifully about his perspective on the film. And uh, I think if, you, if we all have a chance to go back, our perspective might change um, as it from what it once was originally when we first saw the film and we really try to dive in and really just try to pull and extract everything you can from from this beautiful uh depiction of art um and uh yeah i'm pretty sure we're gonna continue to dive in on if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your mcdonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive at participating McDonald's on this this film as we continue on with this episode, but you know we got to get to our favorite part of the show, which is dim the rules. So dim do the rules. Talk to us, fam. What we got? All right, so roll, man. Um, this ain't a dim the rules. It's oh. a little different. Oh. Curveball. Okay. Okay. Curveball. Curveball. All right. You ain't got to tell us the rules. Okay. And it's not for y'all. Oh, okay. Y'all have to speak on this one, right? Okay. Shoot. Yeah. 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 Now, Ron, you're an entertaining guy, comedian, you know, business owner, yeah. writer, actor, everything, mm-hmm. right? And you've been pretty transparent with us. So, we're talking about Get Out. Okay. Have you dated a white woman before? Not as my girlfriend. I've dated, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Are there perks to dating white women? Get some solid pumpkin recipes. <laughs> solid. Um, solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, secret menu at Starbucks. Is it? <laughs> Uh, There's cool. a secret menu at Starbucks. Come on, see that's what I'm saying. Nah, but I can't. No, nah, no, it's not. It's no, it's no, it's not. It's not. I mean, oh, uh, you don't like the breadcrumbs on your macaroni? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you don't like raisins in your potato salad? Oh, no. whoa! Absolutely not! Absolutely, Absolutely not! not. You trying to stay away from the salt, right? No seasoning. You don't like that? No, that's 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 insane. That's oh. insanity. Oh, I don't think it's perks. Um, <laughs> there's a different experience. Okay. 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 Now we talking. Now we okay. Experience. Okay. You know. There's there's maybe access to different rooms that maybe you couldn't have got in before because okay. yep. daddy is the head of this. Yep. Maybe that. Maybe there's a few steps ahead that you can get in certain areas than with somebody else. But all flat out like a like a perk. Nah, and that's why like um, all of my girlfriends that have been my partners have been black gotcha. or or black and. But have black and white, and right. yeah, but black and black and white. To be honest, that was it. Especially in North Carolina, it was pretty much black, white, and Mexican. So that was that was pretty much that was pretty much it. But no, I can't flat out say like nah, here's no the part. Yeah, yeah, nah. No parts. No, nah, that'd be wild to just be like, yeah, let me tell you about the person. I mean, I done, made, I done made a whole list of the perks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dudes who think like that is kind of weird to me because it's like, are you? It just feels like you're immediately putting black women in this 
in this area. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why I go over here and do this. Like, nah, if you want to go do your thing, go do your thing, but you don't have to put them in this like weird box where nah, they ain't. Because it, it should be perks with the, the black women, it's the, it's the perks, but you can't sit here and be like, oh, well, it's. Uh, nah, they cool, but let me tell you about the perks of these white women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's wild. If you want to date, date who you want to date, but okay. that's yeah, for sure. I, that's all I got from yeah. That's all, I, that's all I wanted to know. I just wanted to get yeah. his take on it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Hey, bro, well, my audience is gonna love that answer. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? It is Black History Month, and I do want to give some recognition before we get into the second half. We all here are wearing black wearing brands by black owned um companies companies and i think that's something to highlight so we got sunny shade up right shady side up excuse me excuse me shady side up there we have shady side up in the building shady okay side up. yep we got law 17 in the building big law excuse me okay we got nice and neat nice in the building neat. excuse me what's what's uh russell what's westbrook what's his uh honor to gift honor to gift honor is in the gift. building this is a, a reigning champ uh, okay. Collaboration by G Day, also Feso, so that's that's black owned as well. And uh, yeah, I it's think real that, black in here. Yeah, it's real black in here. It's real black in here. We got all black, black, black. Uh, production team as yeah, well. Yeah, everybody behind the camera black too. Well, so the camera's black. The camera and the camera. These mice is black. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, with that said, though, oh, what am I? I'm tripping. To to got to gather to to purchase any of these things that you see any of us wearing, you can head over to law17.com, nicenethepodcast.com, and shadysideup.com. All right. With that said, we're gonna conclude this week's halftime show and get to the second half. The only way we know how. That's with some positive energy, some positive vibrations, and a smile. Of course, second half. Let's get to it, fellas. Before we got cut off by the incredible halftime. Thank you, Rome, for that. By the way, before we got cut off by halftime. Rome said something that really was interesting to me when we're talking about this film, Get Out. By the way, thank you to Universal Pictures for for participating in Black History Month with us. Um, This is an incredible, incredible thing that you're doing, especially showcasing these films. And this is probably my personal favorite of the four that we're doing this month. But Rome, you said something about Get Out that was really interesting to me. You said the movie showcased progressive racism Mm -hmm. In his life mm-hmm. and going to just something as small as him asking, like, do your parents know I'm black? Like that was that's kind of like the entry of it, because if we're just humans like that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Then the drive, which would be their next scene together. Mm-hmm. The officer. Now, go ahead. Take us take us through some more of those moments in the movie. Uh, the progressive racism. Yeah. I mean, even in the, when they was in the room, uh, my dad's going to tell you that, you know, he would have voted for Obama, for Obama for a third, third term. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> racist, yeah. racist. Oh well, even having the what you call it too, the, the house servants. Yeah, even though they were, yeah. just for sure. His parents, you, we, you know, we, um, you know, we. I know it seems as if you know because they're black. They're you know I know we're black people and slit racist. Why are you saying that? We won't need to do that. Um, even when he's walking through the house and. He's talking about, uh, yeah, man, deers, man, deers. It's like they just keep, they come around. They just, a lot of deer, replace it with blacks, racist. Mm. Same thing. <laughs> it's little bits of the the new age, like liberal racism that I hate. I'd rather you just be telling me, I don't like you. Get out of my town. Appreciate you. Straight I'm up. I'm going to go. But with these little 
small things. And he even when he was walking, he was talking about the Jesse Owens and stuff. And he was like, uh, you know, uh, you know, like he'd be like, that's right. Uh, or, or what's up? Or like little small things that black people, uh, the, the small colloquialisms okay. that we have in our culture. Mm-hmm. He would he would be using those. When I went out to eat with my dad a couple weeks ago, waiters serving us, and I was like, hey, because um, they had this Japanese spot, and I was like, hey, can I get a little bit more of the sauce? He was like, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him, I said, can you just give me the sauce? No, like, I don't need can you, can you just give me the sauce, please? You ain't got to stop trying to do that because it comes off as like, I want to... Assimilate, uh, assimilate to uh, like our culture. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like, I like, I like. If I got my shout out to my white friends that I do have a few of them that act white, just be white, bro. <laughs> just be, so just white, be white. Bro. So, I want you to be white. <laughs> so in that right, and you know, in the movie, one thing that they were doing essentially they were swapping bodies. Yeah, they were swapping bodies because they said we were more physically strong. We were physically gifted and talented. Yeah. Um, we had the swag. We were cool. We were, quote, unquote, in style, right? Mm-hmm. And you saying how you were with the waiter, and the waiter was like, for sure, for sure, right? Yeah. I, I I really believe that we are – we're cool as hell, bro. Like, we're super cool. Like, I look at black people all the time, and mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, that was tight. Or, that was dope. Or it'll be just something that we do, mm-hmm. right? We, we just – standard size come at six foot, you know? So, like, it's – we're, we're we're pretty cool, mm-hmm. right? In that, can we can we truly be upset at people in their admiration, or how would we want people to display their admiration for us? Well, they I they, I seen a term I had wrote down. I think it was called I think it was called ne- negrophilia, which was like the the um the fascination. Yeah, like the fascination. They used to, I think it started back in like France with like the fascination of certain. Uh, black skin and all this stuff like that, but that it turns into from admiration to you just trying to collect black people like a like a tr- like a trophy. Like that's the look of my black. I got black friends type mm-hmm. of. That's that. <laughs> that's that. That's that thing. It's it's nothing. I don't think it's anything wrong with admiring. Like, hey man, um, you guys are cool. I like I like what you guys do. It's something wrong with hiding behind it and just giving me little hints of like. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I know, you know, I get you with my girl. I know you got the, you know, and like, hey, just, hey, brother, yeah. come on, man. I would say imitation, though, despite what Drake says, right? Imitation isn't, isn't, um, oh, like flat, flat, flattery. It's not flattering, it's just annoying. But despite yeah. what he says, I would say the greatest way to display it is just through imitation, right? Because that, that lets us know that, oh, you're flattered. Yeah. Right? But the, the, the the subtle it's a, <laughs> the, the subtle ways of it's of, just a weird feeling because it's different if 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 I if I walk out the room and you carry that on, but when it only shows up when you're speaking to people, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that means it probably shows up with different types of people, with yep. different types of races, and yeah, like, yep. like and you're speaking to a white person, you know that means that that part, right? Because um, then then it's like a pro- problematic, but. If it's who you are, if you grow up around yeah, that's black different. people, some people grow up around black people For sure. and just like adapt yep. to, to language, mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. interest, mannerism. They just adapt, right? And, and I might walk into a restaurant, you may be the waiter, but you talking to me this whole the whole time like this. And I hear you talking to the white family like Same talking to thing. me. 
it's different, mm-hmm. right? Then I'm like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of interesting, but I wouldn't feel a type of way. But mm-hmm. if I know you code switching from me, then I'm like, you ain't gotta do that. Yeah, even for y'all, like, do y'all feel uncomfortable? Um, we've all been to different events and stuff like that. Some events is a little bit more white than others, and we have all been there. Just like how he went to the party. If you fast forward the movie, he went to the, at the party. And just everybody looking at him. Have y'all ever felt that? Like, and how does that? Like, how do you take that? Do you just go, or do you get uncomfortable? You like, you know what? Maybe I need. I don't need to be in this environment. Have you ever been in that situation? Mm, I, I've been in that situation um, as a kid. As a kid, okay. As a kid, you know, I think families, when they can, when they're able, they take pride in putting their kids through private school, right? Mm-hmm. And for a couple of years of my childhood, I went to a private school. At this private school, though, yeah, I'm one of three black people. Yeah, yeah. You know, at, at the spot. So even early on, without even being able to articulate how I feel, I felt awkward. I, I felt like man, every kid here is looking at me. Every kid, every teacher here is judging mm-hmm. me. Um, it just didn't make me feel. I I, I remember like, <laughs> almost literally rejoicing. Right in my mind, when I transferred from a private school to a public school, if you go to a public school where education is free, mm-hmm. you're gonna run into more, mm-hmm. you know, people that look like you, you know. So I, I've been in that situation. I know these guys have too. You know, whether yeah. they could speak on Sweet, it yeah, right now, yeah. Yeah, I you know, I've been in a situation. Um, I, I wouldn't say I, I felt. I think as an as an adult, as a, as a younger kid, maybe I felt uncomfortable for sure. But as an adult, I probably don't feel too comfortable because I, it's a more confidence thing. Yeah. And yeah. in my head, I think people are looking at me just because I'm in shape, I'm handsome, mm-hmm. like you know all those other things that kind of have helped me shape my identity. You know, you got I mean? the confidence, but you would still have awareness. You would still be in the oh, room. You, like, you would be, be in the room, be like, but you awareness is white people here. Comfort for right? sure. Yeah, so yeah. like, you can be aware. But I'm aware that I'm different than anyone yeah. in this room. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm okay with the eyes being on me because I'm different. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. And that's the now, cool. when I'm a kid, I'm uncomfortable because, like, yo, why is everybody looking at me like this? I don't know how mm-hmm. to handle myself. I don't know what to do. I don't, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a little different. And then that's that's what made the movie cool because he moved through it with ease. Like, he moved. Yeah, he, like, how we always do. We do yeah. Once again, we had to kind of, what we go back to what we talked about earlier, kind of pull back a little bit because you are in a little awkward position, but you're like, you know what? I'm not about to see, they're not about to see me shake. So we, I'm going to answer these questions, even though they stupid, they, mm-hmm. they touching me saying, Oh, you know, the, you guys are just athletic and, and he, like they get your hands off me. That's what you want to say. But let me, I'm going to move through this. Cool. I'm with, I'm with my girl. I'm a, y'all, your family mad weird. It's a lot going on. <laughs> it's a lot of people here. I even, I had an instance when I first got to Hollywood and we had a meeting at MTV and I came with my group, Dormtainment. It's, it's, it was six of us at a time. And so we walk into the MTV office. Kid you not. Everybody at their desk typing. We walk in. Everybody. Staring at you. Staring. Get in the room. You in the room in Hollywood with these white executives. Trying to pitch them ideas from a culture that they don't understand. Mm. And they might be like, yeah, no, Okay. Yeah, put that on paper, da da da. But when I put it on paper, you're gonna read it and be like, uh, I don't get it. And that's a that's a tough road to navigate as a writer in Hollywood, too. You gotta figure out, like, all right, I wanna be myself. That's why shows like Insecure, Atlanta. 
When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. All these things open up so many doors because uh, Donald Glover shopped Atlanta everywhere and they didn't get it, they didn't get it. Said, I mean, I, yeah, you, do your thing. See what happened. Now you go in the room. We want something like Atlanta mm-hmm. or like a, it opens it wide open. Now they 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 letting you. They want to hear all the n words. They want to hear everything. Like let's, cause yeah, everybody relates to it. Like that's you know what I'm saying. That's another conversation in itself. But I have noticed the increase in the use of the n word oh, on standard television. Absolutely. So there's a there's a there's a part in the film right where he is he's in the chair and they've they've already they've they've he've went through the process of. Um, the auction already, right? Which is this is this is a, they had a, a, a quote unquote a silent auction, yeah, yeah. right? Of who is going to now get his body? Mm-hmm. So now the guy who's going to get his body is on the TV in front of him as he is sitting down in this chair shackled, and he's letting him know what the process is mm-hmm. because in order for this process to be successful, you need to know. Mm-hmm. So now he's telling them, "Hey, yo, so okay, you understand? You're here." What we're doing is we want your body, you know, most importantly, I actually want your eyes because you're a great photographer, but your body is going to be what holds it. But we're good. You're going to operate through my consciousness. So I'm going to be kind of driving and you're going to be the passenger here, mm-hmm. but you're going to be on display. But I'm going to be the one operating all of the motor functions and things like that. That's and from that, I took I was like, you know what? It's like. They want to be us, but they're not okay with us being us. Hmm. And it was it was so hmm. so interesting for me to look at it like that, to where I was just like, okay, that's 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 interesting. And in that moment, Duke asked a question when we were watching this film. Duke asked, he said, "Hey, yo, if you had an opportunity to, you know, you know, you get to hold on to your body, but you know, you had to let's <laughs> insert Bill Gates." And it was like, "Hey, yo, but you can have Bill Gates' brain." Would that be something that you did? Nah. Nah. No, you don't want to be a passenger to, to your own. That's just and what's funny about even that in that scene, the dude said in that scene, he was like, Oh, it, I'm blind. It's not about color. It, it's just I want your I want your eyes. But even though you're blind, you can hear. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You you got you got these other you people, can feel, and you can, you can feel like that. You can feel like you know. So it's interesting. Like that was a cool point that Jordan Peele put in there. Like he was like, "I oh, this not about race," which we've heard that from white people. This ain't about race, but then their actions say different that that it is about race. But no, I I don't want Bill Gates' brain. Nah, that's not like a lot of stress. As, as you're saying that. It, it this just hit me right literally right now, but it made me think about the mother, the psychiatrist, mm-hmm. right? And because um, as as you were talking about that scene of him sitting down in that chair, it made me think about the yeah. the tea, 
yeah. the, the, hypno- the, the hypnosis, hypnosis yeah. right? Yeah. And we didn't even talk about this, so I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but were they o- almost trying to say that, yo, white people love black people around as long as they can control them, mm. right? Because the whole they were trying to get him under that hypnosis, so at any given moment they hit it and mm. he does exactly what they say they yeah. do, whatever, you know. And I didn't, I didn't, I, were, I forget what you were saying right now, but it just made me think about that, right? I, I feel like that's a real thing. Right, mm-hmm. white people are very comfortable with us being around, you know, as long as shit, they got a leash on us, mm-hmm. right? As long as things don't get get too out of control, as long mm-hmm. as things don't get too rowdy, mm-hmm. y'all all good. Mm-hmm. Second gets a little too much noise, or shit, you actually realize that you're smart enough to control the situation. We gotta shut that I down. I gotta, I gotta shut this shit down. You see it with businesses all the time. You gotta, get the, out, you gotta get the yeah. shit out of here. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. <laughs> y'all fucking around and be, become the superior race around here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, and I, I think I don't know if that's the message they were trying to. You yeah. kind of get that. You kind of get that feeling, that vibe, bro. You do, yeah, yeah. 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 And I think that movie. It was such. It was such a good movie that it depicted that because it's like yo. Know, it's like yo, like they, they, they don't. They don't necessarily. I don't know if they necessarily want to be us. They just want our features. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, they, they want our features because it's like, yo, like, yo, I want to be, they trying to make superhumans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it's implied throughout the film it's, that they, that white people are more intellectual yeah, and we yeah. have the more physical. And that's, physical, the underlying, yeah. that's the underlying message that the, the film definitely portrayed. It's like, yo, like, I only want their physical prowess. Because mm-hmm. right? if we combine that, then we could be unstoppable. And it goes back to the storytelling beginning. He tried to smoke. Nah, don't smoke. Don't mess up that body. We don't know. We didn't know that when we first watched it. Didn't even take that. Don't no, don't didn't smoke. Even take don't that. smoke. And it's a setup because she knows my mom is gonna tell him not to smoke. Unless maybe we can get him. I can trick him. Hey, I can teach you how not to smoke by this hypnosis. Mm-hmm. So when we get to the table, she immediately to talk about. Yeah, you know, smoking's bad. And then the dad said, yeah, smoking is this. So they put it in his mind. He's like, damn, maybe I need to stop smoking. Maybe I do need this little hypnosis situation. Then mm. she says it again when he come into the room to before she put him in the sunken place. She starts talking about smoking again. Great storytelling by Jordan Bill because you I don't, you don't notice that until the second time you watch. You're like, oh, they don't want them, they don't they don't want you to not smoke for your own health. But they on hell. <laughs> so, so the first time you watched the movie, okay, so you found that out the second time. Yeah. First time you watched the movie, were you aware that the the servants yeah. were the grandmother and the grandfather the very first time? I can't say. No, I can't say I, I was aware. Because no. I, I say that because you guys remember the trend where you run running somebody real yeah, fast yeah. and they go off, right? Yeah. I, I, I wasn't aware that that was the grandfather until I watched it again and they had the Jesse Owens conversation. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's the grandfather." Oh wow, I didn't yeah. know that. I just thought it was just—I thought he was just somebody. Yeah, just I didn't know who he was. Physical fitness, yeah, right, right. <laughs> so in in that in that, did you did you know that the first time you watched it? Absolutely not. No, I, I knew something was wrong with him, but you could kind of maybe piece like, all right, maybe maybe they hypnotized, maybe yeah, maybe they under hypnosis or something. Maybe I think that's what I thought. So. That was the grandfather. Yeah. Now the grandmother. Yeah. And going back to your story when you were in Greece. Yeah. The grandmother, you'll catch her every mirror that she walked by. Yeah. Every reflection that she's seen, she would admire her skin mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. as a black woman. Mm-hmm. And that was so symbolic to me because it's just like, 
we're 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 admired. We're we are admired, but we're not cherished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was it was it was it was very symbolic to me, and it was interesting that they would show her do that because technically she's a white woman, but mm-hmm. she's now in this black body, and she's looking and she's she's admiring her body, even when you see. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya in the crowd and he's moving through and they're grabbing his arms and they're looking him up and down and mm-hmm. it was a scene where Lakeith you could see Daniel looking at him off in the off in the distance and he's he's turning around <laughs> yeah, look, you know look, showing look, look off his new body mm-hmm. and <laughs> and he's showing off his new body and I was I was just in such awe by just how detailed Jordan Peele was in that writing and just subtle things like that because if you got a new black body, like, okay, we we joke all the time, yeah. but Duke is a statue, right? Yeah, for Duke's sure. a statue. If somebody got Duke's body, that's how you're going to turn around. Let me get Duke's body today. I'm calling you tomorrow be like, where are we going tonight? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm trying to show this thing off. I'm like, come on, man. Test drive. I got, I got the new Duke. <laughs> but no that's and even once again back like jordan peele and his writing when they first got into the kitchen with the grandmother you say um this was her favorite uh spot in the house i think he said something along the lines of like we uh we either like to keep her here or something like that but we didn't know when we first watched but she literally in there that's that's her and she's just in there keeping the kitchen clean because it's her favorite spot in the house because not because she is a slave or a servant. It's because this grandma in here making sure <laughs> her kitchen clean. So let me ask you this before we get out of here. Um, uh, that is Jordan Peele's first of three films yep. with Universal. Where do you rank that film for him that's, and why? That's still number one. For sure. That's still just... I don't know if we've had a movie as relatable to, especially as as black men, if you've ever even, even if you hang out with a white girl. Say you just, hey, man, let's go get some lunch. The looks that I've had for going to get lunch, mm-hmm. like, it's so relatable. All of that's relatable. And you like, dang. And I think because they there have been so many black men who have like said I date white women because of immediately black women see if you just happen to be going to lunch ah he one of them what's one of them mean wrong yeah what does that equate to though like what 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 are the characteristics of one of them and like that's what I've been trying to figure out one of them oh he don't like by your standards right but yeah but like just I'm trying to find the right example. Like, I remember I I was in Vegas. White girl came up to us at a party. Everybody talking. Group of black girls seen it. I go sit by the pool. The black girl comes up. She says, I see who you like to party with. <laughs> that sound like black girls. Why they do that? I looked at her. I said, black I said, girl you, make you ask feel guilty, boy. I looked at her. I said, what you mean? She said, well, white girl come over there, y'all part. I said, first off, we in Vegas. I said, second, you you ain't asked me no questions about nothing. You don't know if my black wife over there departing with like you ain't you don't you ain't asked me nothing. We is chilling, and so I just 
I don't want to feel guilty for just living and like <laughs> just like if have you have an association, have association. Work. Like that's I, just association shouldn't put me in a category of you. Oh, you don't like black women? Like, nah, bro. Yeah. My, my mom black, my sister black, my grandma black. <laughs> like, nobody care about that though. It's, I care about who you dating. Nah, nobody care about. Yeah, they care who you dating. Nobody care about. They care who you dating. Because if you, even if you date, even if you date um, uh, a white woman, yeah. the very argument they will say is like you don't love your mom. Yeah, for sure. They'll say that you don't like your mom, you like yeah. your sister, you don't like your skin color, you don't like yourself. Wow, that's that's, that's wild. So Rome, I want to, I want to, yeah. I want to ask you, um, with your with your comedic background, I want you to. Uh, Talk about Lil Rail's character in the movie a little bit, and oh, and and how you enjoyed his character and who what his character actually represented in the movie. His character is every homie that you that you every homie we were just talking about him before, and everybody has that homie where it's like, hey bro, I just got you know I just got Sarah number. You talking about Sarah Sarah to work over at Whole Foods? Yeah. Yeah, she invited me to the cabin this weekend. I, I, nah, fam. No, no, you don't. You don't need to do that. What you mean, Sam? We're going to, they probably got some. We're going to go out there. Who? Just you? Yeah. I mean, that's, they probably doing some sex slave stuff out there. Like a little Rel's character said. Like, everybody got that homie. Sometimes we've been that homie. Like, that don't sound. Yeah, so Lil Rel, like I said, he's that, he's that homie that, that we all have. And he provided that. He, we needed that comedy relief in that movie because some some scenes you're like, man, this 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 a lot. It's a little tense. It's a little. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. We need we needed that. And it's like he really. First off, shout out to Lil Rel. He he killed that. He really embodied like that suspicious friend. Like, bro, what is? It's like, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get out of that. Get out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stop. But he also showed that you need. You need homies that's gonna ask questions and like, like sometimes we as men, especially black men, we be like, ah, you know, you ain't gotta let me know when you get home. That don't feel, you know, that feel, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, but you know what I didn't like though? Yeah. I didn't like that those two characters never had the conversation about, well, why do you feel like that? Like he never asked him, like, like why you feel like it's okay? What? No, well, why? Do you, what made you think they running us? Oh, oh, okay, okay. I see. Uh, like, what you, what, what, what you think they're turning it into sex slaves over here? Like, wh- gotcha. why you got that hunch? You know gotcha. what I mean? Oh, got gotcha. like, What are you seeing that I'm, that I'm not, not seeing? seeing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, which is a, a pretty standard question that friends of that nature would have. Mm-hmm. You would, you would ask. Mm-hmm. You know? So I didn't mm-hmm. like that they especially didn't have, when love is involved. You know what I mean? You know? Like yeah, they didn't yeah. have that wasn't true. Like that wasn't truly organic to me. Gotcha. In my okay. Opinion, okay. You know what I mean? Because like we we all ask each other that question. Like, yeah, what? Let me know. Like, tell, tell me, bro. <laughs> tell, maybe you could explain it to me. Yeah. Because yeah. from where I'm sitting at, it looked a little suspicious. I would be like, what you mean by that? What you mean, though? Because <laughs> you, you need to think through these situations. Because you know, like, we got a cabin in the woods or a house in the woods, family, da da da. And, or he, or he, couldn't, keep call, he couldn't call because. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The phone. Bro, yeah. that's, that's another thing. That's they another did. thing. Yeah, Bro, yeah. come on now. Come on now. Seriously. Seriously. Ser- yeah. Seriously. You're not going to be at your partner's family's house yeah. and not have your phone. Absolutely. 
No. But what what was it? Was it that it was phone was kept? He was, was trying to charge it. Yeah. He was trying kept... to charge it. So he was leaving it on the charger in the room. But even then, like. No, you're going to have that. You're, I'm waiting. You walking around with that phone, bro. You going to text your homie, fam. Fa- this shit crazy. <laughs> hey, this shit crazy. Fam. I'm out of here first thing in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I can't now wait. my homie know if he don't hear from me. Yeah. What's up? Like, yep. uh, yeah. that. Have, okay. I want to ask you yeah. guys too. Have you guys ever dated a woman that had a brother and he was just a little, a little, a little extra, a little extra, maybe a little overprotective, especially somebody who wasn't the same race? Because I feel like in the film, the brother, he crossed the boundaries a couple of times. And the reason why I enjoyed the film so much was because when they were at dinner and they were tell, all telling stories, they're laughing, they were drinking a little bit, and the brother was like, yo, you like, you like MMA? <laughs> so you like MMA? And us as men, I don't know if women catch this, but us as men, that's like, that's like asking another man, yo, you like to fight? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of sports you could choose. It's yeah. a lot of sports you could choose, but you ask another man that now it's like my antennas is raised, my posture straightens up. Yeah. You know, now it's like, okay, what, what you mean by this? And he walks over and he like grabs him. And he and and you can see, you can see the way we grab somebody yeah, yeah. when it's like, hey, I'm not playing. He does it. He grabs him. Hey, yo, man, I don't, I don't, I don't mess with drunk dudes, right? So he kind of wanted to diffuse it there. But you could see little moments that he was uncomfortable throughout the entire time there. But I, th- I feel like the writing was so good throughout. Mm-hmm. It wasn't enough to where it's like, oh, I'm out of here right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kept it. It was like, mm-hmm. I-, I am meeting the family for the first time. Maybe they're kind of weird. Maybe they're kind of different, you know. And, and then it got to the point where he was, he was ready to leave. Yeah. You know? that was, I would say that was one of my favorite parts in the scene in the movie is when they finally cut and she was going through all the pictures of the black dude. I ain't gonna lie, I laughed so hard, but I was like, that's wild. Oh, when he that's, was going through all No, when the girl was going no, through the- she was sitting there eating them, them food Eating loops, the chips. Eating just, the fruit loops with, just the, with, going, the, with the glass of milk. She was <laughs> just going through the pictures. And you've you seen all the pictures of all the dudes Crazy. on the wall behind. That's scary. What yeah. room was that in? That's, what, yeah, what room was that in? Her room. Nah, that wasn't the room they were sleeping in. Nah. That was secret room. Oh, like, oh, that's oh, her oh real got you, got you, got you. That's her real that's room. And then, like, shout out to the actress because when she was searching for the key, she was like, I can't, can't find. And then she switched. Yeah. That's a hard, you know, taking she killed, like, she killed it. When you switch like that, that's a, I was like, ooh, that's a hard switch to, yes. to raise you really believe. Like, oh, shit. That dropped this, my this, heart. this crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but then he goes on his revenge tour. How'd y'all feel during, during that part? Like, he, first off, they got me when I didn't even know he put the cotton in his ear. That was good. Yep. And that was a good symbolism for like we using the same thing that y'all use against us to get our freedom. Mm. To get my freedom, like mm. it was just crazy. Come here, like, come on, man. I be paying. I be, I be looking a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, using the the symbol symbolism of cotton to free myself. Wow, which is which is wild to think about. Then he used the deer to stab the dad. The deer at the beginning. Oh wow, wow. And then how did he kill the? How did he kill the? Um... He killed Buddy with a oh yeah yeah, yeah. with a little first guy yeah. yeah I think it's one of them rich people games it's like yeah. a ball <laughs> <So he's, laughs> a mallet yeah, yeah it's the, one of them the one that get hit by a mallet yeah. whatever that so is so that whole revenge part was is that great. badminton no it was like a ball like a metal or whatever mm. ball it was but um yeah like that part cricket. was crazy cricket it was cricket cricket oh ball. cricket yeah 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 so that that whole part was like when I seen it it blew my mind with the cotton I was like that makes sense. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I would have thought of that in that situation. 
I think my mind is going so many right, other places. Like, uh, to cover your ears. To cover my ear. I'm not right. even like that. Oh, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> nah, but check this out. Though. Um, yeah. Just wrap up. Before we get out of here, give me one lesson that Get Out taught you. Um, I would say. The one thing you learned from Get Out. Listen, I feel like, yeah, listen, because we sometimes you can get in a conversation with somebody of another race or whatever, and you be like, "Oh, it's all good." They ain't mean nothing by it, but like, really listen and pay attention to the to the words being spoken to you, because you know words are powerful. Like communication is key, and certain times, like that whole movie, he just kept he kept listening listening and listening and listening to what he's saying and like you start to add things up so i would say if you in these different rooms and around these different people listen but also don't be afraid to speak mm-hmm. you know so i i would i would say that's one of the lessons i i took from it because him not speaking led him down a whole path of- <laughs> so, no so- for real <laughs> man I, I feel like get out um, in general, as a movie, was the film that blew the doors open for, for, for the movie, the film industry for black film, for black film art, for black um, directors, black mm-hmm, mm-hmm. producers, filmmakers. filmmakers in general. Get Out was the, you know what? Let's let's start telling more more black stories. And again, shout out to Universal because that is literally what they do. They mm-hmm. say, you know what? Nobody else probably would even pick up this story. Let's go ahead and pick this up, and 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 we flooded the box office. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan Peele got to have more movies after that. And I've seen, you know, I I'm not gonna even say I don't think anything else has touched Get Out. Yeah, Get Out crazy. And, mm-hmm. and nothing else that he's made touch Get Out, but Get Out set the stage for him to even be able to make these films mm-hmm. now with the same budget without taking away from the budget or anything. Because for some reason, when it comes to us as black artists, it's like, ah, you guys don't need the same budget. Give us that Spielberg yeah, budget. We, yeah, we need that. Give us the Spielberg budget. Let's see what we could do. So uh, Get Out in general was, it, it. Get Out is black history. Mm-hmm. 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 We needed Get Out. Mm-hmm. We needed the story to actually be told and put on camera of, hey, yo, this is this is what the sunken place feels like. This is what a repressed African-American looks like, feels like. These are the things. We feel like we can see everything happening, but we can't move. We can't swing. Can't it almost looks it. like um, it's like a sleep paralysis. Like yep. that's how it feels at times. Mm-hmm. To where it's like, yo, I gotta, I have to control my reaction. Like, who else controls their reaction? Mm-hmm. Nobody controls their reaction. You know, white people can have a person that they just dub the name Karen. That is her reacting to something that she feels. But it's like Karen, right? Us is aggressive. It's dangerous. It's no. You need to control how you react. Yeah, we don't. If they got Karen. We ain't got a Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say two things that I learned from this film you gotta one trust your instincts Mm -hmm. and two do what makes you happy there were so many situations throughout the movie where he didn't trust his instincts and I honestly don't think there was one decision that he made throughout the entire film that made him happy 
Mm. Every mm -hmm. every decision that he made compromised like his happiness. Mm -hmm. Whether it was going to the white family's house, right, or mm. uh, not smoking, drinking or that tea, or drinking the, the tea, yeah, or getting the, hypnotized. Yeah, yeah. He did all. He did a bunch of shit that did not make him happy. He yeah. didn't want to do none of that he shit. Talk about his mom. Talk, yeah, none of that shit made him happy, and it put him in a bad state of mind yeah. which left him in a sunken place yeah, yeah. right so if we don't follow our instincts and do what makes us happy we'll end up in a sunken place mm. Yeah. Mm. i think it helps me remember that us as black people like have just innate value you know like when someone is going to go to the extreme to like abduct you and sell you for profit, like that's telling you like, yo, other people are seeing tremendous value in you that we're not necessarily seeing in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's a reminder that like, hey, yo, you a king, mm -hmm. you know I mean? you're strong. You got, you got just insurmountable value that mm -hmm. you don't even know about. So you should always act like it. Sometimes we walk around um, with an inferior complex. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, other people are better than us. Like we're, we're like the last of everything. Like sometimes we walk around like that because we're using different metrics, you know, to, to judge that. But if we just remember like, hey, yo, bro, like forget all that, bro. We kings, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Kings and queens and, and we have high value and high stature and, you know, people, the world looks to us and puts us on a certain, even though they don't want, they don't want to show it, people really identify us like, yo, as, you know, Top tier, mm -hmm. right? So we always got to remember that. Um, but that's all we got today. We are out of time. Rome, really, really appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for tapping in with us yeah, and coming yeah. and having a conversation with Nice and Neat, man. It's long overdue. I think we all three been on your podcast as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, so for sure. It's great that you return a favor. Um, Thanks for the... Oh, yeah. Sunny shots. Sunny shady. Shady, shady side I up. I know it's a tongue twist. <laughs> shady shady, shady side, up. side up. Um Rome, where can they follow you? Uh you can follow me at I roam a lot on Instagram, Twitter, all that. You can follow at the Shady Side Up. You can follow at Dormtainment, at Boss Talk, Real Boss Talk. All those good things. If you go to my profile, you're going to see all of it. So okay. at I roam a lot. I R O M E a lot. And make sure you tap in with us. Um, on all street streaming platforms and nice need the podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, not Snapchat. We got Snapchat. We need to, they paying. Okay. Snapchat coming soon. That's <laughs> TikTok, YouTube, all that. Right. And listen, if you listening to this right now, or you watching to this, like watching this, please go ahead and send this to a friend. All right. We're trying to grow. If you enjoyed the episode, let us know. All right, and tap in with us. Make sure you follow Jalan at just.jalan on Instagram, Omar at omar.boden, and myself at Duke. And, uh, yeah, we just appreciate you guys for rocking with us. I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jalan. And I'm Rome. And this was another episode of Nice and Neat, and that's that. I'll be the one to take the risk to go and get them bands. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting old now, I got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road, or else get left behind. Yeah. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. 
In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. 